Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Garopay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. When you become a mom, a lot of things could change. Your body, your mindset, your priorities, and even your sense of style could go through a transformation. Today, we chat with fashion influencer and stylist and mommy, Paola Alberdi, about how she's been able to embrace her life after motherhood and what advice she has for all of us trying to become moms with style. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay, because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. I want to be a mom with style. You're a mom with style. Today I'm a mom with like <laughs> long weekend, survived holiday at home with Victoria type of vibe. That's my style today. And today we're doing a night recording, which we love. We always say that. But we actually spend the morning together. We did. Um, so I'm going to start with my motherish moment because this morning we had promotional pictures for motherish for our, our little podcast. And I, we've done these every, I don't know, I want to say like every six months, maybe. I, I think at the beginning we did them every six months and then kind of the stretches got a little longer. Yeah, so it's really it's sweet between- when we see them, you know, because we've seen our kids grow up through the podcast. So the first photo shoot for it was about six months, I want to say, a little over no maybe nine months he just turned three a few months ago and it's completely different like he was so easy when he was a baby and I photographed him so many times I've spoken about this before but now he has like an attitude he was like a major diva like divo I don't even know the word no pictures no pictures pictures. (laughs) and like we literally had to like wait for him he had woken up or he had I don't know had a bad night we had to like wait for him to like kind of come down. We were like, everyone's walking on eggshells. Like, okay, is he like in a better attitude now? Like, don't make eye contact with him. You know, like it was just like draining. Like, I don't know, like funny, but also like annoying at the same time. I mean, but then eventually he yeah. gave in. And then, you know, we worked with a new photographer today. That she had never shot, I guess, all of us as a group. I had yeah. used her for a few things for Ford. 
she's amazing with kids. And, you know, at the end of the day, we just were on their schedule. It's just like another reminder that before I used to be so, you know, caught up with the schedule and this is a routine and this is what we're going to do and we're going to change outfits and then we're going to do this. And just everything was out the window because we're trying to like working. Victoria was the MVP of the morning, by the way. <laughs> so it was really cute. I don't know. I'm excited. I think we're going to love the final product, but it's definitely challenging. And depending on what season your kids are in, then you kind of have to work around that. Yes. I will say I had prepped Victoria for a few days before the shoot. I was like, we're going to take pictures. It's going to be so fun. Pamela and Ford are going to come over, blah, blah, blah. My biggest fear was like the outfit situation because I stopped having control over her outfits when she was like, I think around one and a half is when it all kind of went downhill. So, you know, I planned like a few days before, I'm like, this is the outfit and it matches so nicely with mommy. She doesn't give a crap about this. Like literally doesn't give a crap. But I was like, oh, look, it matches so nicely with us, whatever. This morning she's like, I don't want to wear that. I'm like, mm, okay. Then I text the photographer. I was like, by the way, like this isn't, you know, whatever. And she's like, it's okay. I'll convince her. That photographer walked in had a, a two-second conversation with Victoria and she changed her clothes. She looked adorable. Whatever. And she was so patient. She was like fake smiling. It's like, okay, smile, look the this other way. Ridiculous. ridiculous. It was really uh, but, yeah, but my actual mother's moment is just like, you know, Victoria, now she's like four. She's just very, I feel like I've been able to have more conversations with her lately and actual have like have understanding moments, which is I'm not used to it. I'm used to like luring her into tricking her into situations. But I don't know. And I think it's it's just in time for the summer. I'm excited to kind of like have this like, I don't know, level of communication with her. It's good. It's good. So I'm feeling good. Yeah, because I'm still at that stage. Like Again, our kids are a year apart where I feel like I'm negotiating. I'm getting through. I'm having a breakthrough. And he's like, okay, mom, yes, I'm not going to do this. No more. No mas. And then like 10 minutes later, he's doing it again. I'm just like, didn't we just have a conversation? So I'm hoping that... He's going to grow out of this. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. He'll start, you know, he'll start sinking in with him. Yeah. So why don't we have Paola? She's a mommy of two and then we'll formally introduce her. But why don't we have her share her motherish moment of the week? Hi, Paola. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Thank you, first of all, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Hearing you guys, it's so funny because I feel like I can 100% just, you know, feel the same things you guys are feeling. I think I've been in those same situations. Something that happened to me this past week, I had six of my girlfriends in town and I have two kids. So I have a five-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old and they are completely different. So my oldest, Enzo, comes home from school and there's like six friends, you know, in his house. And I'm expecting him to like run up and be like, hi, everyone, how are you? Because I'm kind of like that. I'm like a social butterfly. I say hi to everyone. And he just like doesn't know how to react, totally does like a little tantrum. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, you know, and the thing is like, you know, I think that for kids, their house is like their safe haven. You know, it's like, this is where they can be themselves, insert six strangers. And they're he's like, what, what, like, who are these people? And on the contrary, my one and a half year old did exactly what I would do. He went up and said hi to everyone. And he was laughing and doing all of his new tricks. And I think it's just a reminder, you know, to me especially, especially because my my eldest is so different to me, to be patient, to be patient and to try to understand because sometimes as moms, you just expect them to react how you think they're going to react because you know them so well. 
but they're constantly changing. I think his personality is becoming bolder. So it's definitely just a reminder to one, you never know how they're going to react. And two, to be patient, you know, because at the end of the day, it was funny, like on day three or four that my friends were here, he was finally coming out of his shell and becoming himself. So I think it's just important to give them patience. And and at the same time, I'm happy to know that his his house is like, a, you know, like I said, safe haven. So he knows that he can be himself. So it was funny to see like the intruders, you know. You never know how they're going to react. I know. I, I've spoken about that before. I'm just like, okay, salute. And I again, I'm sitting in the car. I'm like, we're going to go to a restaurant or like <laughs> people are going to come over today. I used to love hosting. I haven't hosted in a while, but for his birthday, for I just love having people in my home. I'm also very social. And I try to like give him a heads up. Okay, va a venir gente. Vas a saludar. You're going to greet everyone. You're going to say hello. She's like, okay. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like, like, nah, nah. And, and I'm Not just today. like, oh my God. And like, I'm really having a hard time with like, not feeling frustrated and like a little bit embarrassed and like, you know, I don't know. But I'm yeah. praying that uh, he's going to grow out of that season soon, hope. For sure. I think it's also kind of like a generational thing, you know, like we grew up, I think our parents very much instilling that into us. Like you're going to get to a party and you have to say hi to everyone. And now, you know, as we grow up and there's more information out there, you see how it's better for your child to be comfortable and, you know, have him feel like he's safe in wherever he's at than actually like making him say hi. So I think it's finding that common or that, you know, middle ground where you can like show them, you know, what is etiquette and how to say hi, but then also not forcing them so they don't feel uncomfortable. So why don't we welcome Paola? She is, like we mentioned before, a fashion influencer. She's a stylist. She's a blogger. She's a mommy. She's originally from Mexico, but from San Diego, right? She's from San Diego, California, but she lives in Miami now with her husband and her two boys. And we're girl fanning over her because we love everything she wears and everything she does. So I just wanted to welcome you, Paola, and just kind of start off the conversation with how did you identify fashion, I guess, also as your business opportunity? So I started Blank Itinerary about 10 years ago. When I started, I like to say I was kind of like between the first and second generations of content creators. Back then we were bloggers because everyone had a website and, you know, there was still very much that tradition that people would get to their jobs and go visit their favorite blogs, whether for fashion tips or fitness or whatever. I started when I had just gotten married and I got laid off from my job. So it was kind of that perfect timing to give it a chance. Obviously, fast forward to now, I now, you know, have two kids. I have worked with so many brands from very high-end luxury to more kind of like mass market, contemporary. I've loved everything that has happened in my career. I think that if you would have asked me those first six months, if I would have done everything that I've done, I would have never believed it. It was a very new industry still, but definitely so proud to see how everything has evolved. And more than anything, I love that my audience has been able to grow with me, you know, and I've been able to incorporate, like you said, like more lifestyle. I think at the beginning, it was very much fashion and travel. And as I started having a family, I started incorporating a little bit more of motherhood definitely I feel like my own style has evolved and changed over the years. You know, I, I just love having this community that has, you know, been with me through the highs and the lows. And, and you know, I, when I find people on the street, then they see me, they're like, oh my God, like, I can't believe, you know, you're like the same person than you are like on stories. And for me, that's my favorite 
compliment because I want to be as real as possible and share the good times, but also those hard times, especially as moms. How was your motherhood journey? Did you have any challenges like when you first became a mom? Yes. So actually, when my first son was born, he was 21 days in the NICU. I had the perfect pregnancy. Everything was fine. But right when he was born, they realized that he had pulmonary hypertension. And to cure that, it basically takes a very long time. So he was 21 days in the NICU. And as you can imagine, as a first time mom, it was the worst thing. And I think to this day is still one of the worst things I have ever had to go through. Luckily, he is okay now, but still, it was just very challenging. So I think that that was kind of like my first kind of hard step. And it's funny because being a public figure or having a large audience, you know, you never know how you're going to react in those situations, right? Because everyone is expecting you to have your baby and to announce like, here's my baby boy and he's, you know, healthy and his man. And then I remember being in the hospital and just looking over to my husband and being like, how am I going to talk about this? Like, I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to talk about it. I don't, and back then, you know, it was like, you can't go silent for like a week. People are going to think that like the worst, you know? So it was really hard. I think that it was kind of like I was put in this situation without thinking about it. But I have to say that also having this large audience really helped me because I had so many people all over the world DMing me their like stories, telling me how they had their own, you know, children in the NICU and how it almost created a, a bigger bond, something that I never thought that would happen. It just created a bigger bond. And to this day, people will direct message me and be like, oh my God, because he's going to turn six in July. And they're like, oh my God, I follow you since he was born. And I remember how he was in the hospital and I prayed for your baby boy. And I'm just so happy everything went well. So um, I definitely think that was one of the, the most challenging this time. And it was kind of like the first introduction to motherhood. And of course, there's a lot of other day-to-day -day things that I go through, right? But but yeah, I would have to say that was probably the, the most challenging. And what about balancing your personal time? So like, I think a lot of moms, especially number one in the public eye, number two, you know, moms who have kind of like self-care, like as like a big priority and you have an image and of sorts and stuff. So like, how did you balance all of that now when you're also like, responsible for the life of a few human beings, which is like a whole thing. I think that as working moms, you're always going to feel some sort of guilt, whether you leave them with their grandparents, you leave them with your husband, you leave them with your nanny, you're always going to feel some sort of guilt because you're not there with them. And that's something that I have had to work on. It's funny because when I had Enzo, I was back to work three months postpartum. I was flying to New York. I remember I was breastfeeding and I was carrying the milk with me. He was still in San Diego, but I was going back and forth. And I was very much in the rat race still that yes, I felt a lot of guilt, but it wasn't until the pandemic hit. It wasn't until the pandemic hit that I was very much like a stay at home mom because no one was traveling, no one was doing anything. I was still working, but I was taking photos from my house. And it wasn't until after the pandemic that I very much felt like when I started traveling again, leaving them, you know, and and and, and it goes back to what you're saying about how kind of like self-care and this is my job, but I also love what I do. And I know that when I'm working, I am a better mother, but I am also feel more balanced overall. So I think that 
overall, it's important quality over quantity, being with your children, giving them the support they need, having them feel like they're loved and being there with them. But it's also important for them to see that you're working and you're working to give them the best life possible and just not to feel guilty as long as you know you're doing your your, your job right, you know? Yeah, it's going to be tough. This last trip, I was away for work last week and it was the longest time I think I've been with a Ford while I'm at a work trip. And now he's older, so now he sees me like packing my luggage and he was like, Mama, work? I goes, yeah, Mama, my mom, va a ir a trabajar. He goes, okay, hug and kiss, okay? He gave me a hug and a kiss. And then, um, I don't know, I just felt like he understood like a little bit more, but I feel like that even made it even worse for me, right? Like the guilt of him like understanding and like acknowledging that I'm like, going away and I don't know, it was tough for me. In terms of like fashion and style, I don't know, like I remember always being very committed to not losing like feeling like good about myself right like i was very into like okay as soon as i could get back i'm going to start like i didn't want to fall into like i don't know why in my mind i think i've spoken about this in the past like i didn't want to fall into like not feeling like myself even though i know i'm not myself anymore like it's a new version of myself but i feel like fashion is a very important protagonist right in that transformation so that it helps you feel a little bit grounded and it helps you feel like you still have a little bit of that old self. I don't know if that makes any sense. For sure. I mean, I always say even getting up in the morning and doing your hair and makeup makes you feel like a new woman, you know, like forget the, the clothes, like literally just like looking at yourself and looking up a little dressed up. I think that it reminds us of how we feel good. And it might sound maybe like, I don't know, like it might for some people are like might not be like you know, crazy, but I swear for me, it, it changes everything. Of course. Yeah. Um, as for fashion, you know, I think that, like I mentioned, I think my style has obviously changed throughout the years. Um, I used to wear so many heels. And now <laughs> as a mom, I don't. I don't wear any heels. And, you know, obviously, if I have a date night here and there, or if when I'm at fashion weeks and stuff like that, that's my, my time to shine and I wear heels and stuff. But during the week as a, a mom, you know, a drop off and all of that, I, I definitely, my fashion has changed. But I also think I've become smarter when it comes to clothing and what I invest in. You know, before I would never invest in basics. I would just like, buy like wherever but now since I find myself wearing the same things more and more often like during the week I like to invest in like good jeans a good blazer a good t-shirt because people can tell the difference and you can tell the difference too you know and if you know you're constantly wearing the same things it's okay to re-wear your your clothes and I think that is also something that I have learned with time like before it was like God forbid I would wear the same outfit. It's like, there's no way, you know? And now it's like, no, like no one will notice. Honestly, no one will notice if you wear the same jeans three days in a row. And you know, that goes with fashion as well. I think with like adopting trends, I very much now know my style. And obviously it's always fun to adopt trends, but we're at this age, you know, and as moms that you're just like, honestly, if I don't like that trend, you don't have to wear it. Like, it's fine. There'll, there'll be another trend in like two months where you can explore and have fun, fun with it. But the, the main idea is that you feel confident in what you're wearing. Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawaii es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When something happens to your car... 
you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Garopay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. I went down this rabbit hole on TikTok of the capsule wardrobe. When I tell you that I got rid of 60% of my closet, easily, 60% of my closet, I got rid of everything. I was like, this is not for my capsule wardrobe for the summer, blah, blah, blah. And my husband was like, what is happening? What, what is happening in this room right now? So I now have like a dedicated section of my closet that is just like the stuff that I know I'm gonna wear, it all kind of matches with each other. So it's like easy to like combine it all or whatever. And I don't know if this is gonna is last Is that what capsule me. is? Like a, a capsule wardrobe. Okay, no, I should not be defining this. This is definitely, this, this is not my area, but I'll tell you my interpretation. And then Paola, you could be like, no, this is the real thing. My interpretation of, based on TikTok, a capsule wardrobe is a small, curation of pieces right a lot like basics like it would be like one good blazer you know some t-shirts like pants whatever trousers all the rage now and like all of those things are kind of like combinable mm. in a way and like that way you have many outfits that you can combine with just like a few pieces is that okay. right is that it yeah it's like elevated basics it's basically something that you can combine so with everything better. honestly i use that a lot when I travel you know everyone's always asking me like how do you do it to travel with your kids and everything and because I always take like one suitcase like that's it you know and people are like how did you pep all of that in there and I'm like honestly the best way is just just to take multiple outfits that can all be combined because you know if, if you're gonna go with neutrals go with like black white whatever but everything can go once or if you're gonna go with like brighter colors just make sure that everything can be paired you know because at the end of the day you can plan your outfits all you want but once you're actually there you like know what to wear so as long as everything combines it's a good start but what would you say keep in mind that our audience we have a lot of like new moms like new 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 moms we have a lot of moms that are juggling like two three kids etc some of them have like jobs outside of the home others work from home others their home is like the biggest part of like the workload that they take on what would you say are like five like recommendations for the summer so they could feel you know like Like they're doing it right. Like they're looking like on top of their game and not looking like the, you know, falling into the trap of like this oversized t-shirt and leggings, AKA me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am a huge, huge fan of matching set. Oh, I you know. know. I love, I love, I love a good set. <laughs> Pamela's already like, yes. that's it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's the best. Because one, you can wear it together or you can also mix match, right? So right now we're looking a lot of these like 
vest short situation Love. or vest trousers. Um, kind of like this menswear inspired look. When I tell you I have like five different like of those in my closet and I like alternate them. Like I just love wearing them. Sometimes I wear the vest by itself. Sometimes I wear it with a t-shirt underneath. Sometimes I just wear the vest and like with jeans. So definitely I would say one like matching sets. If you want to go with the vest situation that's highly trending right now. I would also recommend like a maxi summer dress with pockets. With pockets, it is the best as a mom. Like I have a one-year-old and I have a five-year-old. The five-year-old is basically like a teenager, you know, but the <laughs> one-year-old still very much needs like snacks and like his little like cars and stuff. So I'm like, oh, I always have stuff in those pockets. Obviously, I would recommend some like good jeans. I feel like jeans will always make you look a little bit more put together than leggings. The cargo trend is a very much like a staple right now. You know, it started in like spring and I think it's going to go all through like fall, winter. So mm -hmm. it's, it's nice to explore those. And I think that they're very comfortable. I think, you know, the the Gen Zers are using it, but also I see like the millennials using it as well because they're just comfy and they're not super tight on the body. And then what else? I mean, I'm I'm a fan of a good blazer. I feel like a blazer can make make you put you know feel very well put together. I love it. I dove into like the New Balance world. That was like all of last year. I think I went from zero New Balance sneakers to like eight oh, New yeah. Balance sneakers, and then I repurchased the the Sambas, the Adidas Sambas, and my husband was like are you seriously going to buy those now? And I'm like, yes. He goes, you know, I had those when I was in middle school. And I was like, well, you know what? Guess what? Everything is back. Okay. It's back. And so you're old oh, and like, percent. <laughs> yes. It's funny. I so love new balances and the Sambas. Like they're yes. so good. And it's so funny how like these things go, like they start trending and then you can't find them anywhere. Yes. And they're like Adidas Sambas. Like they were like $80 everywhere, you know, but they start trending. And it's crazy. They were definitely like at an outlet center somewhere in Orlando and now they're back and like everyone wants them. Crazy how these trends, I, I'm like, who makes up these trends? You know, these like sneaker trends, it's crazy. I wanted to touch a little bit on the effect, the importance of fashion on our mental and emotional state, like because for me, so I started cleaning my closet. I have a very small closet in my home when I, when I moved in with, when I was pregnant in this new home. So I was like, you know what? I started focusing on just having good basics. This is like a little bit before pandemic, like good basics. And just like, I wanted to feel good with everything that I wore. So I started cleaning out because there's stuff that you put on. And then I throw the day, I'll be like, why am I wearing this? This is so random. I don't love it. So if I didn't love it, I just started getting rid of it. And I still do that. There's still stuff that I'll pull out and I'll, oh, let me just wear this, you know, for work or whatever. And I'm like, why? Like, why am I settling with feeling like, ugh, just because I have this in my closet. So I started like getting rid of it. But I feel like sometimes we minimize the role that fashion and clothes could have in mm. our mental well-being. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we should use fashion to kind of make us feel better. It could change your day. It totally change the tone of your day. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, even when it comes to like sizing, I think that as women, we put so much importance into like, what size are you? Like, are, or like, what, are you back to your like pre-pregnancy size or, you know, and, and I think it's just a constant reminder. Like I'm, I know I'll never ever be the same size as before having my first child. Why? Because I think my body was like a little girl's body, you know, like there's, it's like I literally went through pregnancy and it just changed. Like I had a little bit more boobs. I got a little bit more butt. 
So like, and it's all about embracing it. You know, I love that, you know, there's a, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to sizing, I don't, I don't think about that. Like I sometimes prefer to get a t-shirt in a size L in a large than in a size extra small and both fit me. But what fits better for you? Like when you look at yourself in the mirror, what makes you feel more comfortable? I think at the end of the day, it's just more important for you to feel comfortable. Who cares about the size? Same thing goes with jeans. I think that now, especially that the trends are a little bit changing, you know, before it was everything was very high waisted. And now things are being used a little bit more at the hip. So obviously your sizes are going to change. Is If you were a 26, 27, maybe you're buying a size 30. It doesn't matter. You know, as long as you feel comfortable, that's what's important. And, you know, what you mentioned about like cleaning out your closet. I think that there's also this sense of like release of like energy of like just getting rid of everything that you don't like, you know, so that every time you go into your closet, you see clothes that you can actually wear and that you can even if it's 20 pieces, even if you get rid of 80% yeah. of your clothes, yeah. it's almost like the Marie Kondo way, right? That you walk in and it's like, what sparks joy? Like that's all you need in your closet. And I think the rule of thumb is like, if you haven't used it in like six months, throw it out the most likely is you're never going to use it again mm -hmm. but there's always like those pieces where like i'll put it on and i'll take it off and then i'm like okay maybe next time then i'll put it on again and i'll take it off yeah. i'm like okay i'm not gonna wear this ever again let's yeah, yeah, just get yeah. rid of it you know like is so that why do you think yeah. people struggle with kind of like getting rid of like all those pieces you know i feel like some people have a really really hard time with just letting go i mean i think people might have also like you know like memories to certain things right like i have I have two, three things in my closet that I will never let go of. But I think it's like the dress I wore for my rehearsal dinner or, you know, special things. And it's like, I always say like, you can have like two or three pieces like that in your closet, but everything else, get rid of it. Like you're fine. Like, it, you know, and, and it's going back to the same thing. Like nobody really cares that much about what you're wearing. You're not wearing if, you know, if you're wearing the same jeans, no one's going to notice as long as you feel comfortable in it and, it, and they're cool, people are going to look more of like, oh, how cool they are than like, oh, she's been wearing them, you know? <laughs> uh, I think it's just getting over that like concept. Add another layer and kind of tie it to what you were saying about your like pre, your body like before your first child. Like I went through that exercise, it was like a year ago where I had to like pull off the bandaid and say like, that's it. I'm not gonna hold on to all of this clothes from like pre-Victoria for me, because like every time I would open my closet, it was like a reminder. Remember you used to be skinnier? Remember, and I'm like, don't do that anymore. So I literally got rid of everything because I was like, this is torturous. Like, this is me, embrace it. Like, let's have the sizes that you are and call it a day. So now like, I feel much better about that. I open my closet and my, specific summer wardrobe capsule is very nautical so I can pretend that I'm on vacation even though I'm not but yeah you're right like it's tied to like how you feel your your overall kind of like mood and people can feel it like there's times where you know you spend an extra five minutes like I don't know, for me it's mascara. I can't leave my house with mascara because then I'm like, I look like roadkill. Maybe I don't, but I feel like roadkill. So then you, you put on the mascara and if you add like a good outfit or whatever, people are like, oh, well, what, did, what did you do? It's like, I, I looked in the mirror is what I did. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're totally right. And I feel like it's important for, you know, especially new moms, if you're in the thick of it, like, do this, do this now, start practicing these like little moments for yourself because it makes all the difference in the world. 
Was it a lot more challenging, Paola, going from one to two? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I felt like I went from one to five. <laughs> like, it was so hard for me for stuff. Like, it was funny because they have a large age gap. They're four years apart, right? So in one sense, I felt like it was so nice because my older one was already in school. So I had that time when he was at school to be with the baby. But it was just... I mean, I think it just, it's never easy, honestly. And I was exclusively breastfeeding and he didn't want to take the bottle. So it was just like, it was so hard. And then dealing with like the older one that gets obviously very jealous at the beginning because you're intruding his space. And so it was an adjustment for all of us. But I would say like after the six months mark, like after they are able to at least sit down and you can put them, like you can go out to eat and they can sit in um, the high chair. I always say like it's, from there on out, I think you start seeing the light, you know? So funny. Everybody has their, like, thresholds. Like, <laughs> I never heard that one before. The sitting down. Like, that's it. You're sitting down. You're good. You could go to college, do your thing. Like, we're <laughs> you good. Hold your neck up. We're good. We're good. You got it. <laughs> that's so funny. Do you ever feel pressure, Paula, to, to kind of constantly be, obviously, you had to create content, but just look put together all the time because I feel like moms yes there are days where I like to feel good because it makes me feel better and it's just you know I I like it but there's some days that I'm just like okay no I'm not I can't you know and, and I have my mom judging me like do I have salida si I'm like yes mom like I'm, I'm going out like this is fine I'm going to target like it's you know yeah. but like I feel like for someone whose brand is based on your image and look and fashion, does the pressure double with that? Oh, yes, I think so. I think that I, it took me a long time to like fully accept that like I'm a mom and I can go to school drop off looking like I'm dead just like every other, you know, <laughs> like I was always like, no, 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 like I have to have like at least like something on my skin so that somebody like recognizes me. So it definitely is something that like I, I worked on it. I think that now I just kind of like embrace it. And, you know, I, I hope that everyone can obviously understand that I'm also a mom too, for sure. I, it's something that I'm constantly like working on. Because like you say, there's days that honestly, like if the little one is teething and he doesn't sleep all night, you're up with him all night, you know, and then the morning comes and the least you want to do is like put on some makeup and like get ready, you know. So I, I think it's just kind of like adapting and, and understanding that this is part of and that's all I can do, you know. I think it's really important to do that, especially as somebody in the public eye, just because you know, it humanizes you and it makes everyone also realize like, oh, wait, yes, like she's in it too. The way that, you know, somebody who's following you might also be in the thick of it. So I think it's really important For to sure. do that. Also, I want to add on to that. Something that really helps me is being so real, like on my story. So like on Instagram, it's very funny because on, on the feed, it's very like content curated, beautiful like photos. But I think stories is just like such an easy way to actually connect with your audience and I'm very much real on there like I will sometimes literally take off the filter which I will say sometimes I'm like okay let's see how this goes you know <laughs> little, but I'm like pairs, guys, like, like one, I have one. full makeup on I feel dead like Franco didn't sleep last night blah 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 but I think that and then all of a sudden I'll get like so many moms being like oh my god girl I'm there with you like it's the day like I feel like I haven't slept, blah, blah, blah. So I think that all of that also helps me, like, also remind me, like, it's fine. Like, you can let your guard down. You can literally go in pants if you want to. Like, 
people are going through the same thing. So that helps a lot. I wanted to get some advice from you, Paola, maybe some tips you could share for moms. So something struggle identifying what's mom appropriate and what's not when it comes to fashion, right? I think after I became a mom, I'm like, okay, is this like, are these shorts too short? Or is this we like, about this for pools. Than, Remember for pool parties that were like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, babies, <laughs> you know, like, and again, like we have some common sense, but I feel like, is there anything or maybe, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you should be like, you know what? Moms can put whatever they freaking want to wear, you know? Like, is there a change you think in that transformation once you become a mom? Is there certain things that are probably not as appropriate or... Is it all about like whatever? I can't wear my like kitten. You know, I always say more than age appropriate or more than like being mom appropriate. I always say there's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. Like there's a time and place to dress up and be a little bit more conservative. And there's a time where if you want to feel sexy and you're a mom of four, go ahead. You know, I think it's just knowing when and where. I am for sure more, I'm not that conservative when it comes to like, if you feel it and it's for you and you want to feel sexy, go ahead. I'm not the one to judge. But I do know that in social media, you know, I have even worn some things sometimes like for fashion week that like I'll get like little comments here and there of like, mom, you have like two kids, like you're not supposed to wear that. And I'm like, but who who gets to decide like what you get to wear, what you don't, you know, I think that as long as you're comfortable, as your, you know, your husband is comfortable, as you're like you're surrounding the people you actually care about, then that should be fine. You know, I, I think that it just depends. You know, you're not going to wear the same thing if you go to a baptism than if you're out in Vegas. So I think that it just really depends. Well, thank you so much. It was so great chatting with you and getting to know you. I loved it. What brought you guys to Miami? So we actually moved right in the middle of the pandemic. We had been talking about it, you know, for years that we wanted to move to the East Coast. My husband works a lot out of Latin America. My manager and my management team is in New York. So we knew that as we grew our family, we wanted to make it more out to the East Coast. And I think just the pandemic, like, split everything up, just speed everything up. That's why we came over here and it was honestly kind of like a trial and error. Let's see if we like it. And in December, it's going to be three years and we absolutely love it. We're super happy. You know, my my five-year-old is in school. He's made great friends. And I think that it's also such a like transitive city that people are like open to like meeting new people. But we're, we're really happy here. Oh, that's amazing. Miami's great. I I mean, Florida, that's a different (laughs) conversation, but Miami is great. Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. I love talking to you guys. And um, thank you again. Thank Thank you. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Garopay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene spicy pepper sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa pa pa. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo, disponible en la app de Biggs ya. Yeah. 